Um, we're back uh, doing a podcast. We don't have a lot of music, but know that Dylan Francis is uh, is going to grace me with all of the licenses going forward because he's an L.A. guy and he's really not getting much airtime or DJ play outside of uh, Los Angeles. So I thought, well, maybe I'll, uh, I'll help him. And I was listening to uh, the Dodger game on the radio, and they bridged uh, the opening for the inning with some Dylan Francis. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard Dylan in a minute. I haven't, I haven't, uh, haven't heard anything by uh, Mr. Francis in a while. So anyway, going to be looking at uh, playing some good music going forward. Uh, bridges have been really good. Dodger baseball as well as uh, Cubs baseball. By the way, 21 to nothing yesterday. The uh, highest score from a Chicago Bear club. Think about it. The Bears haven't won in football by a margin of 20 points in two decades in Chicago. And the Cubs yesterday won 21 to nothing. So that's pretty crazy. Um... And uh, the Bears' new coach throughout the first pitch, Matt Eberflus, a uh, Chicago product, and I thought that was pretty cool. He's uh, had some spent some time in Mizzou, uh, defensive coordinator, of course. Gary Pinkle coached him at Toledo, so um, he's really very well Mizzou made. And so uh, anyway, that's exciting if you're in Chicago, but. Uh, all across baseball. Baseball's back. Um, attendance has been pretty much like how you'd expect it regularly. It hasn't been too affected by the lockout. Um, and I think it was a very minor lockout. I don't think this lockout meant a whole lot to fans. I mean, I had a reading teacher in sixth grade that was like, I've never been to a game since the 94 lockout. And I'm like, dang, that is some really strong, uh, really strong feelings toward Major League Baseball for the 1994 lockout, and I just haven't seen anything like that this go-around. So, I don't know. I've been looking at attendance, and attendance is definitely up. Uh, Not up, but I guess where you expect it to be. And um, so it's looking pretty good. Uh, Everything's looking good. My life looking great. Um... The Bucks are beating the Bulls in the playoffs. People are very upset about that in Chicago, but um, the Bucks look really good, man. I saw them this year. I saw them last year, both in Milwaukee. Both great games to go to, and I believe the Bucks lost this year when I was there for the Toronto game. Which, by the way, like Toronto's not the, a great team, but they're a good team. And I haven't really watched much uh, NBA playoffs, but I know the Pelicans are doing pretty good. Uh, they could actually beat the Suns if they tie it up tonight. Um, and the Suns are really good too. Suns were in the you know the championship game last year against the Bucks, so that'd be huge. And I was thinking about it because I don't know where I'm going to be, of course, uh, this summer, depending on how things go economically for me and jobs and everything. It's like the one thing I'll miss though is jogging on the lake. Jogging on the lake in Chicago is like one of the best summer activities. 
because it's just like it's it's beautiful it's good weather and and i would probably miss that it's just good recreational use of land and (laughs) and for health i mean it's an incentive to get healthy you know it's an incentive to get healthy get out there move around enjoy the beautiful lake beautiful sunshine hopefully and um but i won't I won't know for sure, um, depending on, you know, where life takes me. And so right now I'm just very taking it day by day. And, um, that with that, I don't have a lot to talk about. Um, I think that it would be cool to talk about like health stuff. Um, I had an assignment past couple of weeks to uh, talk about, you know, uh, carbon footprints and climate change and things like that. And it's like, you know, I noticed a few things, obviously, University of Florida doing a really good job of like every student basically has a scooter. I think that could be really good. But I also think there's an affordability issue. And it's like not every student can afford a scooter. Not everyone's parents have that kind of money to be like, hey, make sure you get your scooter when you go back to college. It's like, you know, because most people that have scooters, when they go back home, well, I guess their parents would have to come get them because you can only go 35 miles an hour, right? So it's like the scooter crowd is cool. Saves the saves the environment. Um, you know, it's it's just cool. Like it's like it's like when you're in um it's like when you're stationed in the navy like in uh in San Diego, it's like a lot it's very common to get a bike, you know, cuz it's like oh, you're biking on the coast. It's it's cool. It's like it's like everyone has a bike. And it's the same kind of thing in Gainesville. It's like yeah, UF students, they all have scooters, and it's, it's cool. It's like whatever. And then it's like the other part of it is it's like the same kind of crowd I was telling the professor that is like – I think I deleted that actually. <laughs> I, I had, uh, wrote it, but I didn't I, – I, I might have edited that, edited that part out. I meant to say the Gainesville you could put in like Southern California or Northern California, I guess anywhere in California, and it would fit right in. So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, it's like, it's not, it's not not cool. It's not not cool to have a Prius in California. Like you're a young professional, you're, you know, living in an apartment with your friends or with your girlfriend or something. You're living in an apartment, but you have a Prius, and it's like, you know, people in other parts of the country are like, well, look at that guy with the Prius, haha. It's like it's really not that bad. It's really not that bad. I mean, it's great on great in your pocketbook right now. I'll tell you that. These gas prices. So, I don't know. These gas prices are not good, though. Not good at all. And, and I have an SUV, you know. And it's like if I were living close to campus, if I went to Gaines, if I went to University of Florida, I don't know, maybe even if I went to FSU, but the, uh, the topography is a little different here. Um, the housing isn't as close to campus here. So, it's like... In many ways, and I explained this well in my little write-up I did, it's like in many ways UF has a great advantage with uh, the scooter crowd. So uh, it's like everything's right there. It's like flat, basically, flat land. And like here it's more like hilly and stuff, and you can only get to 35, and everywhere you go it's like a 45-mile-an-hour speed limit. So it would just be very difficult to get anything like that going here. Now uh, Miami, Coral Gables, I don't know if there's that many scooters there either. And it's like, because most people, I think, first of all, it's hard to find parking in Coral Gables. So it's like, you have a car, and it's mostly parked, like, all semester. I mean, you only use it, like, on the weekends or whatever. You use it 
pick up your friends, go to the grocery store. And that's basically what you do at Mizzou, too. I mean, I was thinking about it. Like, that's basically what I would do in Columbia, Missouri, if I wasn't driving for Uber or Lyft. I mean, you don't really use your car that much. But and you walk to class, right? So it's like the same as Mizzou. But then for Gainesville, it's like maybe you live close to campus and you can park your bike by whatever hall you're going to to go to class. So I don't know. Like in many ways, it makes just a lot more sense if if you have that luxury of going to school in Gainesville. So there's just like so many. In UCLA, I don't know that they have that many scooters there either for the same reasons I just explained. It's like hard to find parking. If you're already close to campus, you're just going to walk anyway. Um, and then when you drive, you don't drive that much. So it's just Gainesville is a unique school. And like one, one of my uncles was saying a long time ago, it's very much, uh, you know, public ivy. So I think um, I'd be very interested to kind of study there from, from now on. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see if I can get in the transfer portal. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I think, like I said, it, it, like it's the scooter crowd is great for the carbon footprint. Um, but it, it, there's like a degree that it's like it costs money. And I get it. It's like a lot of people would have Teslas if they weren't so gosh darn expensive. So same kind of thing. It's like, you know, luxury cars, most of them take gasoline still. And I think there'll be definitely an economy for a market for gasoline cars for forever. You know, like I don't think they're going away, but... I just think we're definitely going to see a lot more hybrids, a lot more cars that are more fuel efficient because it's it's it's, it's a responsible thing to do. Yeah, it's just a responsible thing to do. I mean, plus nobody wants to pay that much. I mean, even if gas if even if gas prices were lower, you think okay, like maybe I get a more fuel efficient vehicle, then I can save to I don't know buy a boat, right? And then it's like then you have a truck to haul that boat. And maybe you don't drive that truck as often. Maybe you drive a car to work. Maybe you drive the truck on the weekends. That's what I explained in the. Uh, right about it it's like maybe you have a less fuel efficient vehicle but you only drive it on the weekends it's your weekend boat so to speak but you know nothing can replace a real boat and everyone wants a real boat so that's where i'm at uh not a whole lot else going on um so hope everyone's having a good uh end of their semester graduation shout out to the graduates out there and um just you know uh, baseball's back uh the aces even Garrett cole today looks like an ace that's pretty cool to see uh finally got his first win kershaw four strikeouts away from the dodgers record pretty cool and i have this massive canker sore inside my mouth so i need to like really not talk very much and just kind of salt water that canker sore because it is like so bad it's so painful to even eat right now i'm starving and my food just got done so i'm just gonna eat my food and uh We'll we'll maybe do a, a better podcast at some point going forward if I have any time. Um, a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions as to uh, environmental factors and things going on right now. I'm just not getting a whole lot of clarity. <laughs>